It's so great when we use our skills and talents and the things that we learn to help people out in our community, the people around us. Today's guest, he found a passion and not only does it in his community, but he took that gift into some of the most dangerous prisons of Mexico to help inmates. And the thing is, it makes them all laugh. Hi, I'm Matt Hayes. Thanks for checking out episode number 26 of Meet a Stranger. Laughter yoga. Yes, that is a thing. When today's stranger in Mexico City told me that it's a thing, honestly, I didn't believe him at first. Like I told him I do comedy work, and I thought he was just pulling my chain. But alas, dear listener, I was wrong. As he was telling me more about this really intriguing concept to me, he told me about where he teaches some of the classes, some of the most dangerous prisons in Mexico and other countries in Central and South America. I was blown away that this very nice, charming, bubbly, very funny individual was willing to go into some of the most dangerous places in the world to help people. As he was sharing his story, I knew I had to share it with you. Take a listen. Laughter yoga. What is that? Tell me about this. (laughs) Laughter yoga is laugh as a form of exercise. It has two components, breathing and laughter. So we don't depend on humor, comedy, or any, any artifact. It's just a matter of laughing for the fun of it, for the benefits of it as well. When we laugh, we release endorphins, we, we feel happier. And usually we use like one third of the lung capacity. Mm-hmm. But when we laugh, like hardly, <laughs> when we when we laugh, we are able to use up to three quarters of, of the, our capacity of the, the lungs. How long have you been doing this for? Oh, I just started. Did you? Like 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you're still a newbie. You're still in the novice stage at this point. Did you come up with this or is this something that's been around? Well, this was created by Dr. Kataria, a physical doctor in India, and he you realize, well, there is a, a common thought that people think that laughter is the best medicine. Yes. So he said, well, if people think that laughter is the best medicine, what about if I prescribe laughter mm. to my patients? So he started doing it and then he went to a park and then they did it like five people and they did it like, but like using humor. <laughs> but what happens with jokes is that for some people could be very very hilarious, Mm -hmm. but for other people could be offensive. Then he decided to incorporate some of the breathing exercises from the classical yoga and incorporate them to to this practice. So basically what we do is we create exercises based on things that make us be stressed out. Can you give me an example? A document comes, so you look at it and then you laugh at it. Got it. (laughs) And that's Uh it. It doesn't make me laugh, right? Right. But the idea is like that you get, you put your energy into this and you, you are in an, an environment in which everyone is laughing and laughter is very contagious. Yes. So the idea is like, don't be rational, uh-huh. but just be like, like children. Yeah. Children don't need, don't need a, a reason to laugh. If you put like two or three children together, uh-huh. It doesn't matter if they even don't speak the same language, they're going to play and create characters and everything. But we as adults, we try to, we think, or some people think that we have to be serious to, 
to get accomplished some things. Right. Have you done the class at any kind of like unique place or anything? <laughs> yeah, yes. And in a place in which usually in, in big cities, we, we deal with some kind of stress, right? Yes. But in this particular place, there is way more stress than in other places. And that um, would be? That would be jail. That would be a prison <laughs> wow. system. Someone invited me to a meditation class and, and then there were some people who visited some prison. So they were visiting a jail for women. So they were bringing some activities and I was like, well, I want to, to go, but I want to bring laughter yoga. I did it for two years as a volunteer. Then the, the prison system hired me, the government hired me. And I did it for another five years. But also, like, I travel because of this. And every time somebody asks me to do, to do a, a class somewhere else, I always ask them, could it be possible for you to hook me up so I can do a session in jail? Wow. And some people say, no, this is very dangerous. Yeah. And I'm like, no, finish up. Finish up. It's dangerous for you. For mm -hmm. me, it's not. Yeah. And so I believe that I speak inmates language so I can go and yeah. and and move them with exercises and sometimes like people in jail are very confrontative so sometimes I go there and I'm like so are you guys gonna participate or are you gonna chicken out <laughs> and they're like wow <laughs> like in in our language would be like yeah but there was a which is like sounds very strong yeah. but very jargon from the prison yeah so from that moment, they understand and they, they look at me like he belongs to us. He <laughs> yeah, speaks our language. Yeah. Out of those activities, I have done two documentaries. One has been with the laughter therapy mm -hmm. and we did 22 days like straight every day in a dangerous <laughs> prison here in Mexico. Wow. So the results were that they, they were happier. They were like, they, could, they got along much better among each other. They even were looking to, to be released and to, to follow up whatever they need to do in order to, to have all the paperwork. So the name of the documentary is called I'm Free, Soy Libre. I think people can be free even in those environments because it's a matter of what you want to feel and what you want to think. So it was an amazing experience for us. And we did another documentary and that was with dogs. So I believe that dogs bring joy everywhere. And I have some trained dogs. And so the idea of it was for them to, to bring up some values like patience, like, because people in jail are like, they are like, I like your glasses. So I'm, I'm going to take them. Yeah. I'm, I'm not going to wait until I have the money to buy them. So I'm going to have them right now. With this project, what we wanted to share with them is like, if you want to accomplish something, sometimes you have to follow a process. Yeah. So it was a, a very good experience as well. And actually, there was a, a guy who participated in this documentary and he's out now. He was released and he's working with Doc, so oh, we're very, very, very happy about that. We're proud of him. 
There are so many follow-up questions I have, even now listening back on that weeks later, and I'm hoping to do a part two of this of this story because I think there's so much we can learn from it. But it is amazing to me that someone can be gifted in something, learn their skill, learn their craft, and not only help people within their community right down the street, but take it and actively go to very dangerous places, go into spots we might not normally think, to communities that really need it the most. And the fact that he can have that type of impact is just absolutely amazing. It makes me wonder about my life and what can I do with any skills, talents, or things that I learn. And maybe not necessarily go to that extent right now, but where can we, you and I just start in the community around us? Where can we use our skills and gifts and talent right now to people next door that might need it the most? Something to think about over the next few days. Thanks to stranger number 26, who you will be hearing again in a future episode. Looking forward to sharing more of his story. And thank you, dear friend, for listening to Meet a Stranger today. Always love to hear your thoughts. You can always slide into my DMs anytime on Instagram at Go Meet a Stranger or my personal account at Matt Hayes. Until next time, thanks for checking out Meet a Stranger. I'm Matt Hayes. Onward.